Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. So I want to talk to you guys today about the power of decision-making, the power of being able to make fast decisions. And there was a point for me where I knew this was just one of those like intuitive hits, messages from God above, call it what you want. But I just knew that the answer to me making millions, the answer to me really going to seven figures was to be able to move forward faster. Like that's where I was lacking. And I know that's where so many people are lacking right now. We're moving forward. Like we are the kinds of women and the kinds of people who move forward. We always will move forward. We always will do the work. We will always be showing up. We will always be selling. We're always creating content. We're always putting out offers. And I think the misconception here, like when, when I say like move forward faster is like hustle. And that's not what I mean at all. There's a difference between taking an intentional break intentionally taking evenings off, intentionally taking the weekends off, intentionally having like four hours a day that you work or whatever your flow is, intentionally taking the last month of the year off, whatever you want. There is such a difference between that and lingering in wavering, disempowered, I don't want to make the wrong choice energy that massively is slowing you down right now. That's different. That's so different. And just like hustling and overworking will lead you to burnout, so will wavering. Wavering and struggling to just make a freaking decision and contemplating and the fear that you could make a wrong decision and F it all up will burn you out. So while we could convince ourselves, like, I just, you know, I don't want to go offer, 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 and I don't want to post every single day, and I don't want a lot, like, that's fine. You can intentionally set standards for your life and boundaries around your work and find your own perfect like work-life balance or whatever it is, but that's just different than struggling to make a decision. So here's some examples of just the power of making a decision. If what I see a lot and I'm... I, I've struggled with this a lot in the past, is like deciding what you're going to sell. In a business like ours, if you run a coaching business, there's like so many things you could do. You could do a membership. You could do a workshop. You could do a three-part series. It could be free. It could be paid. You could sell a course. You could do the course live. You could sell the course recorded. You could do a mastermind. You could do a big mastermind. You could do an intimate mastermind. You could do a long mastermind, a short mastermind, a mastermind with boxer, a mastermind without boxer, a mastermind that's calls only, a mastermind that's boxer only. (sighs) And I could keep going. You could do a bundle. You could sell future offers. You could sell past offers. Like I could just keep going. And we struggle to make a decision around what to sell. 
And sometimes it's easy to feel burnt out because of that. And so you think, well, maybe I like, you know, I don't want to just jump offer and offer and offer. I don't want to move too fast. I don't want to burn out, but you're actually burning yourself out because you're moving too slow. Like, what if that was the thing? What if you're not burnt out because you're moving too fast? You're burnt out because you're moving too slow. You're burnt out because instead of being in action and which action is flow. So instead of being in flow, moving, you're in your head. You're in fear. You're in scarcity. The best advice that I was ever given and don't be disappointed because it was so simple. Is one thing like when I was working with Amanda Francis for a long time, she always told me this when I would get in my head about something like this. Whether it was like deciding what I was going to sell or maybe like the launch wasn't going well and I'm trying to decide like if I need to change something or change my goal or whatever. She'd always just tell me like there's going to be another launch. There's going to be another offer. And so for me, just accepting the fact that like I'm going to sell everything. Every idea I have, I mean, I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't get around to all of them. This is what I tell myself. I, When I have this list of ideas or these lists of options in this sense, it's like, Taylor, you're going to do all of them, but you're going to do them all one at a time. And you can sell multiple things at once. It's a whole other conversation, but you guys get it. It's like, you're probably going to do one at a time. So just move forward, pick which one you're going to start with, set your goal, decide how you're going to sell it, do the things And I actually like to decide both. Like, what are you doing now? What are you doing next? And I have something I'm actively putting out into the world and I have something I'm working on behind the scenes always. And that's the case with my launches. That's the case with my social media. That's the case with the podcast. That's the case with the brand. There's always something that you see and then there's something you don't. And the thing you don't see is what's coming up next. And that doesn't mean I'm organized. (laughs) That doesn't mean I'm an amazing planner. It just means that I'm a powerful decision maker. And do I change my mind? Yeah. Does it sometimes flow of like, now I don't feel like doing this anymore? Totally. But I remind myself that I'm going to do it all. I'm going to get to talk about something new next week. Like I can follow through. I can make decisions. You know, the other types of decisions that come up as well is like, you know, policies in your business. So I know I talk a lot about like, payment failures or clients dropping or these things because they happen in business. And I feel like people like to act like they don't. So part of me doesn't even want to talk about that because I feel like I talk about it all the time. But any client issue you have, let's say it's like a client's overstepping a boundary. So like they tend to show up late for all of their calls or um, I think this one's better. Let's say you have a client that like cancels and reschedules a lot and they cancel really, really last minute or like they don't even show up. And you're lingering in just like frustration and anger and like resentment and you don't know what to do or say. And so you don't do anything at all. That will burn you out. But instead, you just get to decide, take the emotion out of it. Don't even think about that client. For all clients moving forward, it's a lot easier to think about because you don't know who they are. There's not that emotional attachment. What's the policy? And then voice the policy to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be like a, you are in trouble. I'm mad at you. Here's my boundary. It's like, hey, every, like, this is what I was talking to a client about recently. And we do this, especially with my masterminds, um, is like every three to four months, we usually repost my boundaries, which is like, we frame it as how to make the most out of the program. 
And I always started off just by saying like, hey, now that we've gone another like three to four months and I've worked with so many more clients and I've evolved so much, you know, I always like to take time to really think about this and support you and making the most out of my containers just in what I've observed. So I'd love for you to refresh yourself on this post. Some things are the same. Some things have changed. And it's the boundaries and it's the how to use the different elements how to ask good questions on a call, how our calls are going to be ran, how to ask good questions in Voxer, any boundaries around Voxer, any boundaries around missing calls, like voicing concerns, all these things. Like, let's talk about team because this is something I've seen happen. Is like, let's say that your team is late on something. Instead of being mad and frustrated and like resentful and feeling like a victim, that will burn you out. And then thinking like you're going to make a decision, but you don't know how to say it and you don't know what the decision is. It's like, just decide what's the policy for your team moving forward. What's the dream policy for your team? And then set it and then let your whole team know. But it's not a, you guys suck and let me down. Here's a boundary that I I now have to put in place because of you. I would voice this as, you know, hey, you guys, it's so important to me that I'm an incredible leader for you guys. You mean the world to me. You're the whole reason I'm able to do like what I do today and create the freedom that I've created for myself and for you guys and for my clients and make the impact that I make. So I'm always reevaluating my leadership. I'm always reevaluating like my communication. I'm always reevaluating the expectations I've set here. And here's a few things that I just want to make sure everyone's clear on. And if you need anything, if you have questions, if you want to talk about anything, let me know. But it's just decision. It's deciding the policies. It's deciding the offers. It's deciding how you're going to sell something. So there's there, there's one thing of like deciding what you're selling next, what you're selling now, but then there's also how are you going to sell it? So sometimes you know, I want to do a mastermind. I want to do a course. I want to do private coaching. But we linger in the how am I going to sell it? How am I going to fill it? mostly because we're telling ourselves stories that like it's not going to fill our work, but like also because we're looking at all the other ways people do it. And it could feel like, you know, today on Thursday, you see someone doing it like this launch style and it looks so easy because it always looks easy when someone else is doing the work. It always looks easy when someone else is processing behind the scenes. (laughs) It's like having a baby. Like it looks so easy to have a baby when someone else is doing it you know, and you get to see just the cute, squishy little perfect baby, but like they're the ones staying up all night with the baby. They're the ones having to figure out what every cry means. They're the ones feeding them. They're the ones thinking about them around the clock. It's easy to see a cute little baby walking by you in the grocery store. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like it's, of course it looks easy, but then, so today you see that tomorrow you see someone else doing it differently. And now you're like, Oh, but that looks so easy you're not realizing that like everything you go through when you implement a strategy and it doesn't go exactly how you wanted it to and it brings up everything that you need to clean up is literally the whole point and doesn't mean that something's not out of, line, out of alignment for you. So it's deciding. It's deciding what you're going to sell, how you're going to sell it, what your goal is. There's another thing. I see so many women who are burnt out on setting goals. And a lot of us think that the answer to this is to not set goals. And that's fine. Like there are very successful people who say they don't set goals. And there's very successful people who say they do. There's very successful financially people that say they don't focus on like money goals. There's people that do. But when you're running away from goals, because you think that they're the reason you're burnt out and stressed out, you're giving your power away. 
you just can decide. Like you get to decide how much you want to make. You get to decide what your goal is. You get to decide the legacy you're creating. You get to decide like all of these things. And you get to decide your mindset around it. Like this is the other type of decision, the mental decision, the emotional decision, like the energetic decision. So instead of thinking when I set goals, I'm stressed, so I'm not going to set goals, which could also very easily lead you to being stressed because now you have no focus or intention. You could just decide, wow, setting goals has felt stressful to me. I'm going to decide to not let it be stressful anymore. Like what if you accepted that you had that amount of power? What if you accepted that you had that amount of power? Say, like we could literally go through everything we just talked about. You could decide that deciding what to sell is so stressful because what if it doesn't work and you don't make the money you want to make and right? Or you could decide whatever you feel the pull to sell right now is perfect and you you're always going to sell something else and you're always going to make what you desire to make and you'll always be okay even if you don't because you're learning million dollar lessons. What about when a client kind of oversteps a boundary instead of feeling like a victim and feeling like that's what clients do and you're attracting the wrong clients? It's like I teach how to attract empowered clients and I talk about this all the time with my own clients and it's very easy for them to feel like I've been attracting the wrong clients. No, you've been attracting the right clients for you to realize that there is a new decision you get to make, that there is a new standard you get to hold. And sometimes the clients that seem disempowered are only disempowered because they don't know how to use the container because you didn't set boundaries. I always decide that I'm a match. And that's that's something I could debate. <laughs> Maybe that's not the right way to say it. Maybe we're opening a can of worms with that one. But like, I decide that I get to be a match. Like, I get to shift my energy and then I get to choose to be a match. You know, I get to be intentional with my energy. And so I can shift something in me and it shifts things in my relationship. It shifts things in my friendships. It shifts things in my, with my team dynamic. It shifts things with my mentor. It shifts things with my clients. Like I choose that I get to be a match for clients that get great results. And I get to decide what I'm changing within me to be a match for that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that like I did something wrong and therefore was a match for something bad. Because that's the whole thing is like, we're, we're, we're calling it bad. It's not bad. It's just something that you get to decide what you make of it. Do you make it something bad? Do you decide that it's something bad? I have clients that overstep my boundaries. So therefore I have bad clients. Therefore I made a mistake. Or is it like, oh, I have, I have clients right now that are overstepping my boundaries. So I get to decide that this is my boundary setting era. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like you make it something good. Same thing with your team. Same thing with everything. It's all decision. The power of decision as a business owner is huge. And if you think that you're going to go to seven, multi-seven figures, I mean, honestly, even six or multi-six, you'll always find a new level. Like I'm saying this and all the things I'm saying to you are really embodied, but there's a next level of decision for me. And it's like decision around wealth, decision around um, what I want to be remembered for, decision for the legacy, both of like the legacy of my name and the legacy of my wealth and the legacy of my children. Like it's deciding things that I never thought of before. But the decision, like this started, you know, even making a few thousand dollars a month, I had to get better decision. 
And then to go to six figures, I had to get better at decision. And then to go to multi-six, I had to get better at decision. Like it's, it's been the through line of everything. It's so powerful and so important. So I hope that this helped you and that it opened your eyes to the fact that you can be a powerful decision maker and that making more powerful, faster decisions, both like logical, here's what we're changing, here's what we're doing. And also like, here's what we're deciding, like energetically, manifestation wise is so, it's a gift. It's such a gift that I just hope that you, if you have been, no longer keep choosing to waste. Let's all decide that we are going to use everything as a gift. Everything is a powerful decision-making opportunity. And that being able to make powerful decisions is a gift that you have and decide that you're going to start using it. Cool? Cool. I'll talk to you next week's episode. Bye, guys.